You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 32-year-old Jennifer Marie Webb of Buena Vista, Michigan. Jennifer was expecting a baby, a boy named Braxton. She was eight and a half weeks pregnant, and she was five months pregnant before she even found out she was pregnant. She went to the doctor because she wasn't feeling well, and she found out that she was pregnant. She decided she wanted to have a baby, and she was prepared to be a single mother. She had a good job. And she bought a house. Now, August 30th, 2011, Jennifer made plans to meet Kenneth Blue that night around 9 p.m. He was the father of Jennifer's baby. And they were meeting up to discuss child support and whether to put his name on the birth certificate. Jennifer and Kenneth Blue have been friends for about 10 years. And he was a Buena Vista Township police officer. That night, the police were dispatched to a secluded area. There was a woman with an extension cord wrapped around her neck, and she was hanging from the car's luggage rack. Kenneth Blue was the first police officer at the scene. Tim Patterson was the second officer at the scene. Both officers approached the car and saw the victim. It was Jennifer Webb. Kenneth acted like he didn't know her. He pulls Jennifer's purse out of her car and finds a small folded piece of paper. It was a suicide note. The letter said that somebody by the name of Chris was the father and not Ken. The letter says that she met Chris at a bar one night. And it also said that she can't afford to support herself and her baby. And that this was the only way out. Then Kenneth pulled Jennifer's wallet out of her purse and looked at her ID. Then he said something like, I know this girl. Then Sergeant Sean Waterman arrived at the scene. Officer Tim Patterson tells him that it looks like the girl hung herself and that he was there looking for Ken because he wasn't answering his radio. He knew that Kenneth regularly patrolled in that area. And Kenneth wasn't answering his radio from about 9.05 p.m., to 10.30 p.m. At first, it was considered a suicide. Jennifer's body was sent to the morgue and her car was towed. Then Detective Waterman went to Jennifer's family home to break the horrible news to her family. Jennifer's mother, Dawn, tells him that there's no way she committed suicide. When she saw the suicide note, she said it didn't look like something Jennifer would write. He asked Jennifer's mother if she knew Jennifer was pregnant and who the father was. Jennifer's mother told him that she knew Jennifer was pregnant and the father was Kenneth Blue. Kenneth is the one who found Jennifer's body. Kenneth is the one who found the suicide note. And Kenneth was the father. Kenneth was also married with children. Of course, Jennifer thought he and his wife were separated. Jennifer met Blue at the local bar. He told her he was separated. Sergeant Waterman knew the scene was staged. The autopsy confirmed that it was a homicide. The cause of death was strangulation. Forensics took pictures of the scene, 
They found a pair of flip-flop sandals in the ditch close to where Jennifer's car was parked. They also found a cigarette butt and a blood stain and a little necklace piece. In Jennifer's phone, Kenneth Blue was listed as Ken Cop Boo. Three calls were made between Jennifer Webb and Kenneth Blue the night Jennifer was found dead. The police go back to the crime scene with the crime lab and Kenneth Blue shows up in his regular clothes. Hey, don't forget to check out crystalkiss.com for my murder merch. Cool designs for all of you true crime addicts. If you live in the U.S. and buy three or more items, you'll get free shipping. Use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% on your entire order. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks. The link is in the show notes. But he was ordered to go back to the station. Sergeant Og and Lieutenant Jason Teddy interviewed him. He tells police that he was patrolling the area when he saw a stopped car. During the interview, Sergeant Og notices some scratches on Ken, and he had suspicious injuries on his body and a serious injury to one of his eyes. Kenneth tells them that his dog injured his eye while they were wrestling. What's going on with your eye there? I'm not going to get pink eye, am I? No, no. I was wrestling. I got up at home. We were playing and wrestling around, and she got me. During the interview, Kenneth denied having sex with Jennifer. Is there a chance that you're the father of that child, Ken? None. Hmm? None. Never slept with her. You've never had a sexual relationship with her? No. Is there any reason that she would have told people that you were the father of that child? I don't. I don't. I'm not the father of the child. I have never had sex with that woman. They took a DNA sample from Kenneth Blue. When forensics processed Jennifer's clothes, they found the tip of a latex glove. And there was human blood inside the glove tip and blood and saliva on the outside. The results came back and it turns out the blood inside the latex glove belonged to Kenneth Blue. The blood and saliva on the outside belonged to Jennifer Webb and Kenneth Blue. Ken's blood was found on the extension cord that was wrapped around Jennifer's neck. His blood was found on Jennifer's clothes and in her car. And his blood was found on his uniform and in his patrol car. Kenneth Blue was fingerprinted. The bloody print on Jennifer's car belonged to Kenneth Blue. He had computer searches about committing suicide. On the back of the note found in Jennifer's purse, 
was 14 latex fingerprints. Ken's right index finger was injured, but there was no damage to his fingerprint, which means Ken handled the note before he damaged his right index finger. Kenneth Blue was arrested and charged with four counts, first-degree premeditated murder, assault of a pregnant person with the intent to cause miscarriage or stillbirth, and two counts of possession of a firearm during a felony. He was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole. And just days after his arrest, Ken's wife filed for a divorce. Kenneth Blue is imprisoned at the Chippewa Correctional Facility in Kinross, Michigan. Wow, this is unbelievable. This man not only cheated on his wife, cheated on his family, but he gets this girl pregnant, someone he's known for about 10 years, and he kills her and their unborn child. Unbelievable. Kenneth Blue is exactly where he needs to be. And Jennifer made sure that he would get caught. His blood was everywhere. I think in her mind, she figured if you're going to try to, if you're going to kill me, I'm going to make sure that you don't get away with it. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoy it. Please like and subscribe. And if you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.